Good morning, Mid-Missouri, and to our online listeners. I see you there in Los Angeles and the Bahamas and Amherst, Massachusetts and Toronto and beyond. Welcome one and all. It is time for the wake-up call here on KOPN Columbia 89.5 FM. Today we are expecting a high of 63 degrees with rain turning to a wintry mix overnight. Stay tuned for a full weather report after these headlines. Two quick stories from me. Uh, First, we've got Shrizita Data of the Missourian reporting that Medicaid expansion, that the Medicaid expansion that Missouri voters resoundingly passed may be reversed. House Democrats spoke up Tuesday, that was uh, yesterday, against a joint resolution that could reverse a successful 2020 ballot measure allowing Medicaid expansion. Sponsored by Representative Cody Smith, a Republican from Carthage, HJR 117 proposes a constitutional amendment that would allow the Missouri General Assembly to appropriate the funds to the program annually as legislators see fit. Under Smith's proposal, there would be no funding for the expanded state program if the General Assembly chose not to allot funds to it. The House gave preliminary approval to the measure. Another vote is needed to send it to the Senate. If approved by the legislature, the resolution would be placed on the statewide ballot for consideration by voters. So there's that, at least. Smith's proposal also includes two other components. Adults aged 19 to 64 must be engaged in 80 hours of work per month and have a Missouri residency to be eligible for receiving the aid. With regard to equipping the General Assembly with the power to decide the allotment of funds, Smith said it would prove to be potentially beneficial in future years when Medicaid becomes prohibitively expensive and ends up encroaching on other priorities in the state budget. Rep. Peter Meredith, Democrat from St. Louis, said that the ones who would take the biggest financial hit from Smith's proposal would be children's hospitals. He requested that the resolution exempt those, but his idea was rejected. The Missouri Budget Project, a nonprofit public policy analysis organization that analyzes economic issues, said that HJR 117 would not only undermine the will of Missouri voters, but also stamp out economic growth that Medicaid expansion will deliver when fully implemented. So, developing news on that, just when you think you're done with it, right, folks? Here it comes again. And then, closer to home, Catherine Merck of the Columbia, Missourian reports the Southern Boone School Board President and Secretary in Ashland have resigned their positions. President Steve Condren said in his resignation letter that, A line has been crossed in the governance this board provides and a lack of adherence to the ethics standards required of board members. The board voted to keep the board as it is until the April 5th election. The secretary, Sin Toby, addressed her reasons for leaving in her resignation letter, stating it has, quote, become burdensome to come to work every day in this atmosphere. So it's kind of some sad news Um, and some turmoil, it sounds like, there to the south of Columbia. Um, on Wednesdays here on the Wake Up Call, we check in with John Dupuy, the host of Tech Radio. Good morning, John. Good morning. Tell us what's new um, in tech. Well, um, as you may know, one of the things that prevent people from buying electric cars is basically a catch-22 regarding range anxiety. There's not a lot of incentive to build charging stations out there unless a lot of people already have electric cars mm-hmm. and there's not a lot of a lot of 
encouragement to buy electric cars unless there's a lot of charging stations out there so you don't get <laughs> stranded somewhere without energy. Yep. And so one of those two happens to happen first. And so far, what we've seen is more electric cars coming out. But now there's a push for creating more um, charging stations out there, part of the uh, infrastructure plan from the Biden administration. Uh, basically, what they're shooting for is a $5 billion plan in which they're going to encourage grants to states to create a charging station every 50 miles along the U.S. Uh, highway system, uh, the interstate system specifically. Uh-huh. Uh, each station would have to have uh, at least four charging spots. Each state? You you said, about. Yeah, you said each state would have four charging spots? No, each every 50 miles oh, okay. along the interstate. I'm sorry, I said that wrong. <laughs> each state would not be a lot. Yeah. Um, every 50 miles along the interstates, Oh, have to have a charging spot with at least four charging stations at 150 kilowatts each, mm-hmm. uh, which is a fast charging station. I mean, it's not a super fast one. There's 250 and mm-hmm. 300 kilowatt stations out there already, uh, but a minimum standard and a number of them. So kind of like how they have a, a rest stop every so many miles along the interstate system. They want to make sure there's also chargers along there. Now, these will be privately owned chargers. So this is a grant program. And a lot of, some parts of the country already have plenty of chargers along their highways, but there's some big open spots in this country. Mm-hmm. And so they're trying to fill it all in uh, to encourage the adoption of electric vehicles. Interesting. You know, I we had a, a story here on the wake-up call that I read ooh, some months back. I think it was last year. Um, state parks were kind of getting in on that. And there was some movement that every state park would have uh, charging stations, too. So, yep. Yep. yeah. Trying the, to, the more there are, we're mm-hmm. we're far from having a, an electric charging station everywhere you'd get a gas station. <laughs> yeah, but that day may happen. Um, it probably is going to be very uh, popular with uh, restaurants. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because they could get a grant to pay for the installation, and then it would just sit out there passively, right? Well, I guess they would still have to pay for the electricity that powers it. If it was on well, air. if they work with one of the charging networks, they don't even have to do that. They just mm-hmm. have to arrange for it to be installed there and permission to have okay. it uh, because they'll provide the electricity and then also take the charges from the customer. These are not free charge stations. That was going to be my out. next question. Yeah. Okay. Well, it seems like there would be a profit incentive there then, too, because I was going to say if they're free charging stations, that's, that's a barrier to people wanting to organize owning and being responsible for them because what's the oh no what's the inducement to the person having to keep track of it and wipe you know vomit off of it after the drunks come out of the restaurant at midnight and you know um right huh okay so so huh it is an encouragement to the restaurants and the other landowners because then because charging takes longer than a gas fill up right and so it's an encouragement to make it a, a stop yeah. <laughs> along so, your long trip if you're on a long trip. So somebody would plug their car in and then go inside and eat. Yeah, so you just one would assume. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Huh. That's, you know, that's the first time I've really realized that charging stations will have a fee the way gas stations have, you know, pay by the, you know, you, you buy a gallon at a time. Yeah. It's in my mind, I was just thinking, like, it's power. It's, you know, I guess it's not free, yeah. actually. <laughs> I'm just realizing some, my naivete. We don't see them here in Missouri, but there's actually already some fairly large charging networks out there that are building up and growing. And uh, they all have their own key fobs or app on their phones in order to handle the the, 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 char- the, um, the pricing and all that kind of stuff. But uh, 
Yeah, I, I suspect we're going to start seeing a lot more charging stations around here. Do you have any, too long. Do you have any sense? And I'm probably just putting you on the spot here. And sorry about if I am. Do you have any sense of what it costs to charge a vehicle like at one of these for pay stations and how that compares to if you were having to put gas in the car? I don't know how you compare that. I guess by how many miles you could go on the gas versus I, how many miles you could go on the charge and then try to compare I the two. I don't know what the I don't know what the latest pricing and all that is. Yeah. <laughs> It's my understanding it's, it's, it's a very small fraction of what you pay for. Okay, so it would still be a deal. Because oh, yeah, that's the other thing. You want it to be a deal for people, right? I mean, if you're trying to encourage people who don't have an electric car now to buy an electric car, you need to, you know, make it appealing. And if you, In a if lot of ways, you're, mm-hmm. what you're paying for is the convenience of having the charging station available, not so much the electricity, ironically yeah. enough, because the electricity mm-hmm. is so cheap compared to the yeah everything else. Yeah, interesting. Huh. Well, thanks for that report, John. That's really uh, fascinating. It'll be interesting to see if that comes to fruition, if we start seeing more uh, charging stations. Yeah. Great. Well, we'll look forward to talking to you next week. All right. Have a good week. You too. If you enjoy these types of topics, uh, you can check out Tech John uh, here at KOPN on Tech Radio uh, and on the web. I'm sorry. He's also on the web at tech.radio. It is 55 degrees outside right now. Temperatures are going to warm back up to about 63 this afternoon. Expect rain to begin about 2 p.m. And then temperatures are going to begin dropping today at 4 p.m. They're going to drop throughout the night down to 27 degrees by this time tomorrow. And then they're going to continue to drop through the day Thursday, botting them out late Thursday night at 2 degrees. That rain begins um, today after lunch, and it's going to continue throughout the night. So as those temperatures drop, it's eventually going to turn to a wintry mix and some ice and maybe some snow. So you're going to want to keep an eye on that and an eye on if you have kids in school, whether or not school is going to be in session tomorrow and the next day. Friday and Saturday, it's going to be clear and cold with highs in the 40s. Democracy Now! with Amy Goodman is next. Thank you for listening to KOP in Columbia.